Hey, this is your host, Daphne Laforêt. And before we start with this week's episode, I really want to introduce you to our main partner for the podcast, Catalog. And I couldn't be more grateful and proud because what they have built is seriously a game changer. Catalog is a work hub that replaces a whole stack of tools with a single platform that centralizes your people, processes, and knowledge, and it's completely customizable. But what is next level is that it uses AI to mold instantly to the structure of your business, which means you can get started straight away. Using just a brief description, it builds a bespoke platform precisely configured to run your company operations all in a matter of seconds. It is structured and seamlessly connected, meaning work becomes visible, processes are automated, and collaboration is supercharged. So go ahead and get started at catalog.com. That's catalog with a Q, and let me know what you think. Welcome to the Remote First Podcast, produced by Modern Leaders. Every other Tuesday, listen in to hear from large or innovative companies enabling an equitable and distributed workplace experience. Hey everyone, today I am with Safi Bieber, Head of Global Employer Branding at ASAP, a massive company that actually went all the way into remote work, I think last year it was launched. So welcome to the show, Sophie. I'm so happy to have you and to hear more about your experience. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. I'm happy to talk about how work is these days and what it means for us as employers and for the talent market. Yeah. So am I right? Was it last year that SAP went to fully remote account and had it towards mm. a memory? It, so was it like... Been, yeah, two years. Exactly. Yeah. Around about two years. It's a bit rough to say it's been two years because technically with SAP, we're a tech company, right? So it hasn't been like this switch on, switch off thing for us. We have always been mobile, somewhat flexible. We have always let our employees decide how work fits their life best. So it has never been this like black and white thing that you see maybe with other other companies. I mean, for us, right, we all anyways worked with virtual equipment. So you can just take your laptop and work whenever you want and wherever you want. It hasn't been this like bright, broad moment for us to go virtual. It has been more like, wow, now actually there is a pandemic going on and now we're not allowed to go to the office anymore. We had to invent us a bit new, but having that said, I know it had been, has been way easier for us than for many companies. As mentioned, we already had the first stones laid out there. Yeah, but it was also a bit of an engagement like for how it was announced and everything. It was, we already do that, but we're committing now that this is like part of who we are as a company. Like it's, that's why I'm mean, curious you work in employer branding, like there is a part of it that is also, hey, like I know that we're going through that pandemic and everything and we already been doing that for a while, but now we are committed to that. So then maybe from the outside for people that want talents that would like to work for SAP, I can actually count on them that I will be able to stay remote. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's even more, I would say, it wasn't mm. only, hey, we're now officially committed to it. It was like, wow, now you can't choose anymore. What has always been a big card for us is letting employees choose, right? Giving them the kind of work setup that works best for them and for their work-life balance. With the pandemic, we weren't able to do that because nobody was able to go to the office. So we do have mm -hmm. many employees that want to go to an office, right? That want to have this interaction. We have teams that rely on that a lot. So 
we went from, hey, we're offering flexibility to, well, there's a hard shutdown of offices worldwide. And we now need to also take care of the people who don't usually work at home, who, you know, who are in the office maybe every day. And so it was a big change, obviously. Mm-hmm. But now that's kind of stable in our hybrid model. I think it helped us you know, understand the different challenges that people had, get in other people's shoes and understand a bit more how we can support people best to really have a job that fits their life and that allows them to, on the one hand side, time and passion to their career, but on the other side, also live their life the way they want to and have all the responsibilities that private life brings that they chose. Hmm. And how was it so for you and in your team, how many people are part of your team, of like your group? Yes, a lot of people. It's as so a my direct team is around 20 people all around the globe. Okay. That has been very interesting to also see the different mm-hmm. stages that countries are in. So while one country had a complete shutdown, then the next country might have been like super open. That was quite an experience, let me tell you. My team works with so many people across SAP. So it's really more than that. It's really understanding, yeah, what the situation is that people are in and how we can make it not only possible for people to work at home, but really live flexibility with everything that comes with it. So after the pandemic is hopefully over or like we're like finish it and things are open, people are having offices, everybody's like wanting to go with the hybrid model because they want to keep at the office for those who want to go to the office and they want to keep remote for those who want to stay remote. Is your team like mixed? Do you have to manage people that some are in the office, some are remote or are you all remote? What's the setup? So my team actually, I would say most of them work remotely, but I do mm-hmm. have some who like to go to the office. I myself go to the office once in a while. When I meet people, I don't go to yeah. the office just to have meetings, just to have calls. Whenever I know that there's folks around and then we can have maybe a lunch or a coffee. And I love meeting people then. And I think that's pretty much how it turned, right? It went from people just going to the office because that's what you do to being more mindful of yeah. leveraging your time. Do you want to take the commute? Is it worth it? Or are you just going to sit in an office having calls? And I see a beautiful new habit of really engaging more mindful of people and of not like on, on purpose meeting people and having an agenda and talk talk stuff with like through and not just only be like, oh yeah, if I meet someone, then I'll just run into them. We'll just have a chat. But really purposely meeting people taking the time and leveraging it. So the social, like filling up your social battery. Yeah, and it becomes much more like intentional. Like you are so using the office like a tool for collaboration instead of just like a default. This is where you have to go. And yeah, and we cannot forget there's also several people that also don't have enough silence at home, right? They may be surrounded by family, they might be like in an apartment that's too small that doesn't have place for a desk. Environment might not be the one that they need to work good or work in a way that's productive and feels good to them. So they might have to go to the office just for themselves, but also just to have calls. So 
I think that is what the pandemic has taught us, that you cannot say, oh, let's just do home office for everyone or let's go all to the office like one day a week or something. We have to consider that every person is different, every brain is different, every environment, every situation is different. And flexibility is absolutely not just take your laptop and go home. It is mm. like so much more. It's really giving framework for people, for teams, for managers to this flexibility and make the best out of it for every single character they're working with. So would you have maybe something a bit like practical like this where you did maybe have like points specifically that shows what you're doing to create that flexibility that is like not just bring your laptop at home? What are these different things that you put in place? There's a ton, right? There's different training. So for example, pretty much at the beginning of the pandemic, like a few months in maybe, I actually got a colleague from our health department to join my team meeting and to talk us through work remotely. What's the beauty of it, but also what's the danger, right? Because what also happens is you don't see each other, see the facial expressions. You don't see how somebody is looking, how they're moving, how they're... And so one, one very big thing is, do you realize if somebody's not well? Like if you see them in the office, it's very easy to say, hey, you're, it seems like you're a bit off. Are you okay? Is there something I can do for you? If it's just virtual and maybe even off video, right? It's really hard to take care of each other. And so just being mindful of that and understanding that, like it also being a remote worker, <laughs> at least for a certain amount of time, comes with lots of responsibility. And so what SAP did for everyone, but here this term of, for me and my team, I'm truly grateful for because it was really some eye-opening moments talking, how do we take care of each other? How can we talk to each other? How can we make sure that nobody's like falling up the cliff, right? How can we make sure nobody's left behind? And so really having these intense courses and giving managers the tools and just opening our eyes towards things that might be super obvious, but actually when you're in a situation, they're not. Like having the regular check-ins and actually empowering your team, saying, hey, I need you to be on camera once in a while. I don't know, once a week or so, just to be able to see you and to be able to tell if there's a difference and if I should be worried or very good. All these things, they're not like super natural or intuitive, I would say. If we talk about it, it's like, oh yeah, clear, we should do that. But just having that helping hand as instructions for managers, for team members, for colleagues to take care of each other, to be mindful, to be careful, to have an open to what's, what situations of others are was an amazing help for me and I can tell also for my team. Yeah, do you feel like there is, like you did all this training like two years ago, so it's funny because this is that modern leaders, a lot of the work was like this at the beginning was a lot about understanding the differences of how remote work yeah, impacts the way you work. Now the views is more, are more around like optimizing and everything is more in details. Like how is the training now for the staff at SAP regarding to the new worlds of work? What's the evolution at the moment? Yeah, obviously there is an evolution, right? And mm -hmm. also what you were able to do changed, right? Beginning, it was really, you have to stay at home. There's no opportunity for you to go outside even or take a walk. Moving to now where we have 
teams that are anyways somewhat sitting together meeting a few times a week. So the surrounding the environment changed and so obviously also the trainings and the tools that SAP gives us as managers, as employees to handle the situation best possible changes and develops. So we're now also talking about how like office time, how do we stay safe? Or office time, how do we engage? Or meetings, right? Virtual meetings or on-site meetings. What's tools? And talking more about what what do people need to be productive and really it's more like guidance. So I wouldn't say it's mm. like hard instructions. Here's a plan what you have to do with your team or something. That's something we never tended to do. It's really more, hey, this is, here's help, here's guidance, here's some important tools that you can use for your team and make it, yeah, work for everyone. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Daphne Laforet, founder of Modern Leaders, a consulting collective enabling you to walk the talk and scale your company for the remote first future. Our team comes from over a decade of distributed team leadership experience, where we work with organizations from 25 to 5,000 employees. And I am so excited to have put together this podcast to share with you everything that we've been learning over the years. This is the Remote First Podcast. It's interesting to see the need still always comes back to, yeah, being a bit more effective meetings, creating strong culture, like keeping people close together. How is the training related to like how you work, like how effective people can be working together? They don't get stuck, for example, in meetings all day long. Is there also training there, for example? I'm not sure if there's a dedicated training for that. <laughs> because there's a huge offering, right? As a yeah. learning here, as a future of work, it's two departments, they offer a ton of trainings and that's the beauty, like you and your team can decide what you need and what's fitting for you. And I'm sure that there's several trainings out of there that make it meetings are more effective. Yeah. I don't have that topic with my team. So I think our meetings are perfectly effective. What I like personally went more through is like the really the fear of being offline. Mm-hmm. This working with a global team, then remotely, et cetera. So that was a big topic for me. And that I also brought back to the team, right? It's really more like a pick and choose. It's really what does your team need? And then SAP gives you support. And one other thing we do, right, is to ensure that we have design thinking rooms, that we have the right tools, we have design thinking coaches. So if you think that your meetings in your organization are should be more productive or something, or you need a different strategy, different mindset, name it, there's help, right? You can get someone to to walk you through it. You can get someone to to help you with it. And I think the path that SAP offering there is exactly the right one and the important one. There's no one size fits all. It will never work to say, hey, here's a bunch of trainings and everyone goes through these trainings and then we're the perfect remote company. <laughs> That's not how it works. To like by the individual needs, the individual surroundings and their the lives, right? <laughs> Everything that comes with it. And then find what works for you, for your team, for your organization. And Working for a company that gives you all these resources and even more, that is a big relief. And to be very honest, like I found many things that I've done with the team now, I wasn't even aware of, right? <laughs> I wasn't even aware of, okay, I should somebody, have somebody for health in my team meeting talking about this and that. They offer it and then 
you get the notification like here, what about this topic? And makes you think maybe it's something I should learn about. Maybe it's something I don't need, but the team wants to learn about. So it's really about broad bouquet of offerings. And it's about picking and choosing what helps you in your situation. You mentioned something related to the whole thing is basically this is a department called like the Department of Future of Work, you said. There's, can you walk me to what is this at SAP? What does it look like? What does it do? Uh, yeah, we have this amazing team. We have different amenities, right? All, all working towards enabling SAP employees to be at their best, right? All that's basically all HR's purpose <laughs> to to help SAP employees, to help the management and everyone to make everything as productive, as good as possible to make sure there's well-being. With the pandemic, it was clear that on the one hand side, yes, we are a company that is has always been flexible and that like we never even worried so much about it because it was just a no-brainer for us. I mean, talking for myself, for me, it was a no-brainer and for many people I talked to as well that we do have flexibility and that's nothing we as a company, we as employees have to worry that with the pandemic and everything that came up, it is a topic that needs to be like on the agenda and we need to talk about it from a different perspective now. Let SAP to rededicate a, a team, right? To say we have this future work team and we have some amazing colleagues there that really go through everything that we need. They really ensure that SAP offers the right resources, we have the right trainings, we have the right the knowledge, right? To to understand what like how is a team performing? What does it mean for my team? What is an optimal spread? How do you optimally shape it? Are you should you be 100% at home? Should you be 100% in the office? Neither nor, right? <laughs> but really given it as this like kind of guidance to understand how working in the future will happen and how we can make working in the future productive and fun. And yeah, they're amazing. I love working with them. We, my team not only works with them like selfish. So <laughs> not only because we as a team obviously benefit from understanding how we work best. But on the other hand side, employee branding means we talk to talent in the market. We position SAP as the amazing employer it is. And we have the mission to talk about hot topics, talk about everything that is relevant to the talent in the market. And with the future work team, we have one of the hottest topics ever, right? <laughs> and so yeah. celebrating with them, understanding what are the movements, right? What is the need? What is what are the trends that are coming up? What do we see in the market happening is super crucial for us to also sharpen the messages that we give out around how is it to work in this company. And so since that department, that team was created, you like appointed somebody in the company to lead that team. Like how did it evolve to having this team being there is my amazing colleague, Christian Arash Michael. So he is the head, right, of the whole department. He has different teams under himself. And so one of them is like the future of work. And there's, I would have to lie, like how many people. Um, it, it's, it is a team. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. It's a bigger team with colleagues. And they're also, right, different genders, different age groups, different locations, just to make sure we also have representation there. And to make sure that we are, yeah, considering di different lifestyles, different 
views, different, yeah, opportunities for different people there. And how did it impact your experience as a leader in a company who has to manage a team that is fully remote and have before you didn't have any team like this and now there is a new team that is caring for that idea of the future of work and how did it impact your employee experience or your leader experience inside of the company to now have that team that is supporting future of work at SAP? It takes a lot of your shoulders. If you don't have any guidance, if you don't have experts telling you like what works, what you should tackle, you have to figure out yourself. And mm. that's not always as easy. Looking at my team, right? I'm based in Germany. I have people in China, in Singapore, in India, in UK, in the USA. Like they're all around the globe. I, it like it would take so much time. It would take so much effort for me to understand the regulations for every country. And I wouldn't even know where to start, to be honest. So just knowing that I can rely on my colleagues here, knowing that there is this team that gives us the guidance, that lets us, that ensures that we stick to regulations, ensures that we understand what's working best, that, yeah, just provides us with the right tools as managers. Mm. What the effect is to me, to the team is you have less worries. <laughs> you can focus on your job because you don't have to go back and be like, oh, am I working on eggshells here? Is this something we need to consider? You just know that the guidances that you receive are valid and they are on the best level. They're top-notch. They're during market moves and trends and every, everything that is around it. So it really just takes a lot of your shoulders to not to have to worry about these things, but just rely on this team. So does it, do you feel like more effective at work now that there is this part of how we work at SAP in the future of work being tackled. So there's, because there's this whole like bait that last year was like, do you need a head of remote? That was like basically the title because it was a cool title at the time. People are changing that more now to like workplace design, workplace strategy in a distributed workplace. I call myself a distributed workplace strategist, but do you feel like it makes a difference to have to have this on your efficiency, which in the end should, you could say that it kind of brings back a good return on investment to actually have a team dedicated to that. 100%. 100%. It is, as mentioned, right? Capacities can be spent on things that, you know, are your core job. The less you have to worry about doing something wrong, the less you have to worry about, are we in the right position here? the more you can actually spend time and effort and passion into the topics that are the core of your job. So yes, it, it makes everyone more productive. It makes everyone, and even like talking about psychological safety, right? Just to right. know that we are doing the right thing. We are supporting our employees the best way we can. We are offering everything they need to be as productive and happy as can be. It just gives you this psychological safety to know we're on the right path and the company on your back on that. In 2023, there was like, so this year, there's an article that just went out from, I think, McKinsey saying that they stood, for them, they thought mm -hmm. that 2023 is going to be the year of employee experience. 
and retention. Mm-hmm. Like, what would be your thoughts on this? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one, one thing that we are understanding is that the employee experience is crucial and that it is not or human resource, but it's mm. people that are working for this company, for every company. And you want these people to not come because they're like, oh, damn, it's another Monday and I have to get my paycheck. You want them to actually be enthusiastic. You want them to have passion for the company, for topics, for everything that comes with it. And you want them to be creative and you want them to be psychological safe and you want them to be in a place where they are willing to try out things. And that is how innovation starts. That is how we ensure that there's a tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. We need to do things that we haven't been doing yesterday to get to tomorrow. And the more stability, safety, and and yeah, safe environments we give to people, the more likely they will do that and they will be comfortable doing that and happy to do it, right? So absolutely, the employee experience is key. If your people are not enjoying working at your company, they will not bring good results. <laughs> That's easy to get, right? Just very selfishly speaking, I want my team to be happy because if they're happy, A, I enjoy it. <laughs> But on the other hand side, right, if they're happy, they're much more likely to be, to get out of the comfort zone, to be a bit creative, to, yeah, try something they haven't tried before, come up with new ideas. All of this is what leads companies to be successful in the long term. And all of this is what really gives the foundation for innovation, for shaping tomorrow, for, yeah, thinking outside the box. So... Employee experience is not a soft topic, actually. It is crucial and it is the foundation for a, a company success. Yeah, and after all of these like layoffs that happened last year, then like the beginning of this year and everything, like people really need to feel safe and strong in their position that those who leave, oh, stay, they, if you want to, you need them now because they have to do the job for two people if there is a lot of people leaving. So you need to make sure that they have a, a really great experience that they can be like optimizing their work so that they don't get overworked and burned out like this. It's going to be challenging here for those who like are not laid off also for those who are laid off. But now those who are staying also have loads to do. We see the world is in a crazy state right now. Right? We see so mm-hmm. much. We see the pandemic. We see layoffs happening. We see the war. We see not only the yeah. wars. <laughs> we see the world is somewhat on fire, right? Environmental changes. And the topics that are on people's mind are different than two, three, four, five years ago. Yeah, we have to ensure that people feel safe and happy and enjoy what they're doing. Absolutely, yeah. That's awesome. I'm so happy that you came on the show, Sophie, and that we got to meet because we met in Berlin like a few months back in the conference. So we did it's super yeah. nice that, yeah, we get to make it happen and that we had <laughs> you the show and hear your experience about that transition and also like how it benefited the company to to have like really an appointed team, a, cre- a team created especially for the experience and training of the company towards the future of work. So I'm looking, really looking forward to see how the company evolves and maybe we chat next year and we see like how even is better next year. 
Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. It was lots of fun talking to you. And yeah, I'm super curious to see how this is all evolving, developing. And I hope that we, not only we as a company, but every company in this whole world is able to put employees first and is able to understand that employee experience is crucial and key for our success. So let's see what the next months and years bring. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Remote First. You can find all links and show notes in the episode description. And if you found value in this show, we'd love your rating on your listening app of choice. Thank you for being here. See you next time.